Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast, episode 31. So, the fitting's over. Josh has played golf. Bryson's taking on beef. Uh, Bryson's taking on beef. Bryson's taking on Brooks. Yeah. Serious beef going down here. And, he uh, and just on a quick note on non golf, um, Mayweather knocked out um, one of the. Uh, uh, what, jokers, what they're called. What those ones. But he didn't knock him out. He did. Have you seen the thing? He did. The way he knock held him. him. He held him. But is that a knockout? No, but it's all. They're all saying it's a fix. Yeah, made the whole thing's a fix because there was no winner. Yeah, but my point is, he was holding him. So when Brooks and Bryson take on their boxing match, just watch out. All right, we'll be the promoters if anybody wants to uh, organise this. Brooks and Eddie, Bryson. eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks and Bryson should do MMA. Be a bit different. No holds barred. Chairs allowed a lot. That's wrestling, mate. Not not. Yeah, no, but I'm talking like MMA plus chairs. That's wrestling. <laughs> it's not. Um, MMA anyway. plus chairs and not in an octagon. Uh, I didn't say that. You make you just put some words in my mouth there. Anyway, anyway. we'll get on to Brooks and Bryson because it has gone off again, ladies and gentlemen. It has gone off again. So we like it. We like it. We love it. We love to see it. If you wait, 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 new... wait, wait. before that though, we've got a going chopper of the week here. Yeah, well, I was just going to say. You tell you what. Let me get there, mate. If you are new to the podcast, rattled him early. Welcome, welcome rattled. to the podcast. Welcome to House in a Good Walk. Go and follow us on Instagram. Go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It does a massive favour. But we have four sections on the podcast. So we have Chopper of the Week, which is our stories, your stories from your week in golf. Anything funny, anything disastrous, always goes down well. Tour trash talk. The more disastrous, about... the better. I think you'll say. We'll say yeah. Yes. Exactly. We talk about in tour trash talk the seriousness, the serious side of golf, I guess. Sort of the, what goings on on PJ Tour, European Tour, and so on and so forth. We then have watch your beef. That's where we bring you our beefs from golf, your beefs from golf. If you send them into our Instagram, and then finally tech talk, where we talk about tech. Funnily enough, gives it away, really, doesn't it? Does doesn't it? So. Let's start, as always, with Chopper of the Week. And I am going to hold my hands up but immediately. Can I, just, can I interrupt? Can I interrupt? Go on. Um, I, I've got some stories that I want to share. Uh, I've been keeping these quiet all week. Um, so I taught um, uh, one of our good friends, Sam. We should have had him on this week. What's, oh, what are we doing? Um, we will get him on. Taught his grandparents on Saturday. They played with Josh and Sam played with them both on the Friday. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yep, I told them. Is. So I said, "Oh, how was Northern?" Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, "Oh, how did Josh and uh, Sam play?" Uh, Sam apparently played okay, according to his grandparents. Now they're always going to be a bit biased, aren't they? Because it's obviously, <laughs> yes. So um, he said he's, he said he's very wild with a driver, <laughs> but <laughs> but he hits his iron a blooming long way. Were her words and his which words? Which is true. He does. Which is, true, which is very true. Um. So I said, "Oh, how did Josh play?" He said these were her words. He's got a lovely swing. Very rhythmical, very flowing, beautiful to watch. Can't pop. True. <laughs> also true. <laughs> he just said, you missed a few tiddlers from only this far. And I'm holding up um, like two feet. Um, and, 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 all, and also, she did say uh, he struggled hooking the golf ball. She didn't say that, did she? Because no, I didn't hook the golf ball. <laughs> 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 I added that then. Um I mean, she's not wrong. She is not wrong. I do have a lovely rhythmical swing, and I also can't put. I feel you like know, I, but, I feel like this has gone on too long now. I really feel like we've got to get this sorted. I mean, yeah, tell me about it, mate. Tell me about it. But this is the thing, right? When, and I think this is an issue. This is an issue with golfers, mate. How often do you practice your putting? Not enough, clearly. Ex- no, no but no one, but does. no one does, do they? So, not okay, this is chop of the week, but everyone, here's some advice. I need to follow it. Practice your putting more. Because yeah, it comes down to like one the people, most people would spend, no, even bat an eyelid, some people at 500 pounds on a driver, yeah. over 150 quid on a putter. Bloody hell, that putter's expensive. Yeah, mate, you use it more than your driver. <laughs> exactly. You hit more shots with your putter, especially when you're three and four. You know what? Trust you know me, what? I know. 
I've realized buying a driver is like uh, a midlife crisis for somebody um, or like buying like a loud exhaust car, isn't it? Like a bit of a peacocking exercise. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at my shaft. Look at the driver I've got. Shut up, mate. Um, buying, buying a putter is like investing in that same amount of money in stocks and shares and like that. It's a little bit it's more a bit boring. <laughs> a little bit more boring, but it's a bit smarter and you're going to get a bit more from it. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's a very, very good point. But this is the thing. The only practice, and I wouldn't even call it practice, that I do from a putting point of view is if I manage to get to the putting green before a round. That's How bad practice, is that? Mate. That's a warm-up. Exactly. No no wonder I can't put. So, Alex, you've said it now. We need to saw it, so cheers. Josh got mate. Elvis knees. That's <laughs> a lesson. No, Michael Jackson knees. <laughs> when he puts, well, they go all over the gaff. Well, you've saved me with that with the narrow, narrow stance anyway. Yeah. So... Ooh. Beautiful still work, though. No, still, still can't work. put. Temporary fix that. I just put a plaster over that problem, didn't we? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to move on to... Is, in fact, it's more putting woes of mine. So I played a local golf course today called Star Style. Golf Club. And... Not going to lie, didn't have a chance to put. Literally turned up and walked on the tee. Never a good idea. Have you heard these excuses coming out here, everybody? I know, no, no, I know. It's, it is an excuse, but it's never a good idea. However, well, no, it, it is well and truly an excuse. That's all I'm going to say about it. Stood on the first tee, and it's a par, for a par three, and I hit a six iron. Mm. And I hit the most lovely six iron to about six foot. Don't you dare just tell me a three foot. <laughs> Footage, mate. How how, oh, mate. how did well, three foot no, from six feet? No, six foot's maybe a bit generous. More ten foot, but still, it's not. Still, a good so talk me through your first putt. Where did you put your first power, putt, how? Uphill, the yeah. greens looked didn't look brilliant, but turns out they were rapid. So I hit this putt uphill, and it's just gone about four foot past. I've then put down. What you're telling me here is that I, I'm going to go is that you've you've underestimated the uh, old second putt. So I'm going to say you had ten feet, you made it to five feet. So basically, you've 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 halved how close you are to the hole. Yeah, yeah but I'm now fast. down. But I'm now downhill. How do you do that? Like literally, <laughs> like literally. How I'll show you. you I'll show you, mate. I'll show you how you do it next time we play. <laughs> oh my! Um, and then it actually I frustrates then... me when I see you put. It has about four different paces to put in stroke. It goes back quick. It then starts this little bit of a downstroke quite quickly. Then it slows up again, and then it speeds up just at the last minute. Well, if only I knew a golf coach. You don't. <laughs> um, and then, as a having fired that one past, and then left the next one short, you know, obviously. You know, your stroke. If it was in like a song. It'd be like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> like countdown. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And gone about 10 I don't know how that's going to come across. I don't know how that's going to come across through people's speakers, but I understand what you're saying. It's like it is countdown. It goes back. Yeah. Duh. 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 That's what it does. <laughs> so you can good. imagine moving your put ahead to the to the countdown theme tune. Uh, if you're not from the UK, apologies on the countdown thing. Um, yeah, that's what it's like. But then, not only did I do that, come off with a four. Fantastic. Well done, Josh. Um, I then persisted to struggle to find any form of golf game for the first, well, for the next eight holes at least. Lovely scenes, lovely scenes. And yes, there were some hooks in there, some lost balls in there. But then I managed to piece it all back together on the back nine and actually drove one of the par four greens, which I was quite happy with. But it was like one of the only decent shots I ate all day. So yeah, I'm going to nominate myself. I'm going to question week. to you is, um, how did Mike play? Because Mike came for a lesson. Mate, do you know what? And I said this in the first shot I hit, I was like, it just looks so much better. So if, if obviously, we have spoke about Mike before on the channel, on the podcast, sorry. I think we spoke but, about him uh, with some really, really wild play. Yeah, but it, for those that don't know, Mike is a friend of ours who swing used to be and you can only describe it as violent. Like, <laughs> if he if he connected, it'd go a mile, but it could also go all over the planet. And he, like, back back when we first started doing this and he was just started playing golf, there was very little foot movement, like, very little body movement. Whereas now, mate, I, he's pegged it up on the first in, he hit the shot, and he, he was a little bit left of the green, but not, like, off the planet. 
just just left, just in the rough on the side of the green. And I turned to him and I was like, bloody hell, like, it's just so much better. He had a nice follow-through. He made a good contact with the ball. He Look didn't swing it a million miles an hour. And he's only been for one lesson, so God knows what he's going to be like. So, yeah, that's to need. you, mate. In fact, he had, he had half an hour, didn't he? Share that what, lesson. What is it you said? What is it you say, mate? Saving... Changing lives on swing at a time. <laughs> My tagline, um, I'm going to put it underneath the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. But no, no he... Too fair to him, he, he smashed it. So, well done you and well done him. Anyway, fair. let's leave that there. Let's move on to Tour Trash Talk because it is back. Before we get on to the results at the Memorial, Brooks and Bryson have been at it again. And But this is purely down to fans, really. I don't think there would have been anything more if what happened at the Memorial hadn't nah, happened. Nah, I reckon we're going to keep building this up. So, but basically, Bryson was obviously playing. Brooks wasn't playing. But people were, when Bryson was walking past them or after teed off or whatever, were shouting, let's go, Brooksy! Like, basically, like the video that came out last week of someone doing it, they were basically doing that. But it got to the point where Bryson and his caddy were pointing people out and getting them kicked out. They were getting them kicked out of the like of the venue. Wait. So surely that is like he's rent-free in your head. Rent-free. Rent-free. Like there's a video, there's literally a video of him walking in between holes and people going, let's go, Brooksy, let's go, Brooksy. And then all of a sudden, like, policemen are just appearing, like, taking people out. I don't Honestly, get. Though. I don't get that. If I was, if I was Bryson, I'd be like, I'd be living it up. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. just I, laugh I, about it. Yeah. But then what Brooks Kepka did was he wasn't there. He came out on Instagram and basically put like a post on of him drinking a beer um, and basically said, for those that have been kicked out, like he's teamed up with this brand of beer and said that they'll offer a crate, like they're going to give fifty crates out, so crates of fifty people. Um, that were removed from the tournament. That's legendary. So to get in touch on Instagram. So how sick is that? So basically, he's like fueling the fire there, isn't it? I Which... really, really hope they're paired together at the US Open. Well, so so skipping ahead a little bit here. Brooks is playing this week, but Bryson isn't. So next week's going to be the one where they are. I wonder if, I wonder if Bryson's going to be giving out 50, um, 50 free um, uh, crates of uh, protein. Protein sheep. <laughs> Well, the thing is, though, it, from the... I, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if Brooks Kepka gets anything back. But the thing is, though, he doesn't strike me as the type of person that's going to be like, you need to kick him out. He strikes me as the type of person that'll laugh about it. Yeah. Because another, another thing that resurfaced is, do you remember when Bryson... I don't know what event it was at, but he called the rules official over because of ants, like an anthill around his ball. Like claiming there was anthill around his ball, he had to move his ball and all this. And then, like later in that tournament, Kepka was in a similar spot and went over and he was like, Oh, there's ants. And his caddy was like, What? And he's like, No, I'm joking. No, man. Like taking the mick out of him. So that resurfaced again. So I just pray, I pray to God that the PGA. I would love it. Final US round, Open, US Open, paired together in a two Pair him, pair him on the first day, put him in a feature group. Yeah, they're not going to have the ball to do that, are they? Imagine they just start fighting like Happy Gilmore style. And then the- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, though. That would just be unreal. I think who's it would gonna, be a bit of an anti-climax because nothing Who's going to play the guy, though, that um, has, like, Jaws, plays Jaws? Who's being that guy? What, Owen Happy Gilmore? Yeah. I don't know, man. Just no one's John Ram walking out with a, with a Ram, steel yeah. grill. <laughs> but... I, I pray to God that they they sort of have the Niagara's to to pair oh. them on the first on the first day. Put them in a feature group together, that'd be unreal. I can't see it happening, personally. No, they haven't got they haven't got the Niagara Falls. And by the way, Josh is meaning balls just to kind of yeah. Sorry. That, that cockney rhyming slang. Apologies. So I think the only hope we've got of that is like you said, final day. Imagine they're the last pair on the final day. Oh my god! I, that's the only thing I can up. see. I can't see them putting them together purposely. I can yeah. see them putting them together as like a well, only happening if they place together. Yeah, yeah. But praying, praying for that to happen. So let's move on to the PGA Tour this week then. 
So By it the was way, the memorial. Oh, I can't on. remember who I picked. I know who you picked. I can't remember who I picked, but I know who you picked. So I can't remember, mate. Tell me. You know. He knows. He knows. <laughs> Everyone, if you can see his face now, you'd know that he knows. <laughs> tell me. You, tell me. You picked Colin Morikawa, didn't you, mate? Who did I pick? Colin Morikawa. And who did I pick the week before? I don't know who you picked the week before. Well, he did well. He did do well. Anyway, so the memorial at Muirfield. So after we spoke about this, the changes to the course. Who came second? The winner, I'm ignoring yet, was Patrick Cantlay, 13 under par. But he won in a playoff with, yes. I know, a playoff. You guessed it, Colin Morikawa. I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm semi-right. He's basically I mean, won that event. I'm just saying. Well, he's just, no, 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 no. He's no. basically won that event. No, 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 He's got no, the same no. score. No. Same score, and he's, no. he's come second, but he's basically won the event. Do you know what you sound like? What? You sound like a United fan the year that we won the league 2012. Oh, well, we've got the same points as you. No, don't work like that. There's a winner and a loser, right? He didn't win. He came second. Good shout. Oh. Fair dues, yeah. He half won. He half won. He didn't, mate. You can't half win anything. You can. Right, okay. Okay. No, no. Let me put this in perspective to you. Right? Let me put this in perspective. In perspective. Please You've got me. open qualifying coming up. Oh, God. Yeah? You've got open qualifying coming up. You go into playoff to get a final spot. <laughs> I don't round, think there's any right? danger of that happening. Wait, 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 wait. You get into a playoff to go into final spot for next round and you, you don't win the playoff. You're not a winner, are you? Well, I might do. I might get. I might get some. I might get a reserve list when someone might drop out. So yeah, I might be winning in the end. No, you're not a winner. You're hey, a loser. Hey, you didn't Just see like... that magic coming, did you, son? <laughs> Just like Colin Morikawa came second, mate. He didn't win. He came second. But like I said, fair dues. It's a good shout. You did well. It's a good pick. Yeah, I'll okay. give you that. Thanks. I won't gloat on this too much longer because I think the story of the week is nothing to do with them two. It's um, not, unfortunately. It's uh old John Ram and I watched this whole thing on like unfold and I saw it on Twitter like the lady who was sort of saying um what had happened so basically this lady I can't remember her name it's one of the commentators she's got quite an iconic voice and she's uh, been on loads of the uh, commentary and I apologize yeah. for not remember her name she was literally nearly crying like when she was yeah. like announcing that um she said something like oh I've just been informed from the PJ headquarter office um that unfortunately John Ram has tested positive for coronavirus yep it's it's Sad, really, because he was defending champion. We called this, though, didn't we? We called this. We, like, we said this when they were testing at events. What happens if you're leading going to final round? Boom. Well, this is what happens. This is what happens. But he wasn't just leading going to final round. He was way ahead. He was in the it. distance. So he had a third round of 64, okay, putting him on 18 under par. Bear in mind, 13 under par went to playoff. So he was on 18 under par. And he had to pull out due to a positive test from the morning. Okay. And the the worst thing of it is, is not only was he 18 under par and running away with it, but on that third round, it was unreal. It was a joke. So he had six birdies on the back nine. That's unbelievable. Like, it was just ridiculous. Unreal to watch. Like, and it was almost like, he's sort of I'm not going to say he's gone off the boil a bit because he's not because he's always been there thereabouts but he's always he's been a bit under the radar recently and I remember like go if you if you roll it back to last year's Masters he was at one point the only person pushing DJ at yeah. one point wasn't it and okay it went a little bit wrong for him but that's the John Ram that we're expecting and it was almost like he was back to that. Like, he's never gone away. He's always been there or thereabouts, but he's back to that, like, dominating. Mm. Like, he obviously can because he hits it long. He's unbelievable, like, with his irons and, and obviously putting a joke because he's been sit, sit, um, sinking these massive putts. Like, the one that won him... Well, he sank two, didn't he, that won him at an event last year against DJ. So in bombs. Yeah, so it was... A bit going for him, like you said, he looked really sort of dejected. You didn't know he? what? But... Like, I know obviously, like it's really important. That obviously, it's a it's a big thing, COVID. But like, you could easily play social distance still from. I know, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, but it's just the general risk. Is I completely agree with you, but it's just the general risk of it. Like, because what if? Because you got to think. The, the other thing is, you've got to think about his caddy. 
Yeah. So his caddy's holding a club, giving a club hold. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it. I completely see what you say. You can definitely play social distance, and he could probably have. They could have probably managed it so that he could play and finish, but you can't really set that precedent with how serious it's been. Mm. So yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he'll be back. Hopefully, he'll be back for two weeks' time. Um. Because I, I don't, I, well, I imagine I have to isolate, but I imagine as soon as you test negative, it'll be out. Do you know what I mean? It what won't be a case of. You get into the US Open and that happens the final round. Like, I'm not being funny, no. it's a major. And obviously, health is more important than winning That's a major thing, golf tournament. But, like, imagine you're four shots ahead going into the final round at the US Open and you have to it's... pull out because of Rona. This is the thing, mate. It's a. Uh... It's going to become a very, very grey... Well, I guess it's not going to become a grey area because you're just not going to be able to play. But it's going to become a very like contentious point in the sense of I'm four shots clear here. Like, I've seen a post and I think it was, given the credit, I think it was I'm just golfing. They, when the... On Instagram, that is, when it finished the event, they posted straight away, congratulations to John Rowan winning the... Um, the memorial at Muirfield because obviously Cantley and Morikawa got to 18 under yeah, yeah, yeah. so but obviously they're not going to do that like on a count like oh they can't do that so but I think obviously their point was he should have won it and he probably would have won it being as far well, clear like he'd have had to have seriously fallen off to, I think you. I think he would have pissed it yeah he'd have run away with it probably if he'd have played the same as he played on the third round definitely definitely would have run away with it uh, but like we said Hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he's fine for two weeks' time. Like I don't know whether he was down to play next week. Won't be now. Um, I'll check that. Well, it definitely won't be now. But hopefully he does come back and um, is fighting fit for the US Open. And who knows? It may sort of spur him on to say, well, I should have won two weeks ago. So I'm going to... Uh, you, you never know how, how things work in people's heads, do you? It could give him sort of an edge. Give, he has a little bit of a break. Hopefully he doesn't struggle too much with it. Sees no effects of it and he and he comes back stronger still. Uh, but yeah, as we said, it went to a playoff and Patrick Cantley won on the first perf hole. So only with one perf hole, he powered the 18th to win. I mean, Malakawa, um, what are you doing? I know. Um, but I want to just mention some other notable performances here. Ricky Fowler. Okay, so we spoke about Ricky Fowler, how he potentially fallen Is he off even in the US Open? Had. Is he in the US Open? Well, he's, if he's not, he's. He's playing his way in for some wild card. If they, I don't know if they do that, but put it this way: look at where he finished last week. We the spoke only, about the only way week. you could do it, any way you get in, is like world ranking, um, or you finish and place in an event where, say, for example, he finished third, and yeah. two people ahead of him were already in the US Open. You potentially yeah. could have a spot then. Um, I'll be surprised if he's in the US Open. Well, put it this way: if he's not. It's a shame because he's playing some serious golf. So he finished tied 11th on four under par. So okay, a long way back. But look, he is still a long way back. And obviously the winner's been 13 under par. But look at where he was. He was missing cuts left, right and centre. He was ending way over par. Like He is coming back in some serious form. And hopefully in time, if he's got a spot at the US Open, hopefully, fingers crossed. But we will, I guess we will see time will tell on that one. What do you reckon his world ranking is? I don't actually know. Are you having a look there now? Yeah, I'm getting out. Go on, have a I've go. Not, I've not checked it. I'm, I'd imagine it's outside the top 50. Go on, what do you think it is? 73. 87. Oh, that's not too far off. So he might, so, he, he might, you know, I don't know. Sneak in, this, maybe. But he might. He moved up with that performance. So this is where he was, uh, Welsh Fargo, um, which is one, two, three, four events ago. Yep. Um, he missed cut, missed cut, went to 128th, and he's finished tied 8th, tied 11th, and gone from 128th to 87th. Some serious moves, that, isn't it? He's yeah. playing his way in. He's yeah. definitely trying to play his way in. I'll be interested to see if he's playing next week. Um, I'm guessing, but... Nate, I'm guessing he will be playing every single week to try and get into the US Open, mate, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, and I know we've gone on about this before on the podcast, but did you see Bryson DeChambeau's um, 
sort of like route that he took on the par five. Not sure what hole it was, but there was a big song and dance about it, and it is ridiculous. It's so basically, loud. yeah. So basically, he it's on the PGA Tour Instagram. Go and have a look at it while you listen to this. But it's a dog leg to the right, and it's like tree line, and he basically just like there's like a scatter map right of where all the players have landed, and it's like at the end of this first bit of fairway, and then so they play up and then they play over. He's just gone like, nah, no thanks. I'm gonna. He just goes straight over the trees. Oh my god! Carries three two seven, three hundred twenty seven yard carry, and like it makes that like in the rough, but he actually makes it into the middle of the fairway. It is a joke. Like, how do you even stupid. use that line? How like how are you even like going, mate? Why would you take that on? That is to me, that is just a stupid play. He pulls look at how it a close few them trees are as well. Yeah, but he pulls it a few yards. He's swimming. What are you doing? He is seriously, seriously making some moves of that. Like if you scroll across on the on the shot, you see the scatter map, and he's on his own over there. No one else tried it. I'm sure all his will potentially be able to right reach now. it, but it is a joke. And. He, like obviously, I I enjoy watching it. It's good to see, isn't it? Like there's a there's a clip of Jordan Spieth talking to him about it, and it's almost like he's sort of like, yeah, I was I wouldn't, wasn't surprised when you're going for it. Like you should have gone for it. It's a good shot, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So tell you if he can piece a game together, he's not been he's not been playing well recently. But if he can piece a game together, he could retain the US Open. I really think he could. No, he's no chance, mate. But he said that last year when he won it. He's got no chance. You should be back in the Mr. Puma ambassador. No chance. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to this week's PGA Tour event. So this week we've got the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. Okay, so I am going to have a look at the, the field now. Some big names in there, not that many though. As I was looking before, so DJ's playing. Um, a lot of the English guys are playing, so Tyrrell Hatton's playing, um, and then Tommy Fleetwood's also playing. But you'll find a lot of the mark week before US Open, it, it they'll probably well, would have travelled over there, climatising. Yeah. That's why that was my thought process on it was that it would be a case of they've potentially not played over there for however long, and they are wanting to get some holes under their belt in a sense of. Of um, playing before the U.S. Open because I know obviously a lot of the other guys have been have been playing, but obviously Brooks Kepka's playing, uh, DJ's playing. Um, I'm just gonna have to try and pull the field up. Tommy Fleetwood, Tyrrell Hatton. Let me have a quick look. Some other big names in there as well. So we've got. Um, here we go. God. And found anyone. Luke Donald's playing, which is obviously Luke not Donald. necessarily a big name, but yeah, boss well, from the past in a sense. World number one, that man. Four I know. One. Matt Fitzpatrick's playing, um, but obviously like the likes of Bryson aren't playing. I wonder if John Rahm was down to play. Till Hatton, Scott Harrington, Sung J M, Shock DJ. You've got the likes of Kevin Kisner, Brooks Kepka. It's interesting. The thing that I find interesting is when obviously we're coming up to majors and major season with the US Open, how guys manage that. So obviously some guys play this week and obviously mm. do you then have a week off or do you want to go and have a good round, have a good tournament and then go straight into it? It's interesting. I think that's interesting to see how different players manage. I think you've those. got to find like your own little go on it. I think a lot of people want to play the week before to sort of iron out any problems. A few people want to play a couple of weeks before and then have a rest week and get everything acclimatised, head over there early. I yeah. personally, I mean, acting like I'm a big time, really not. There's no knowing <laughs> here. Um, but I would personally sort of want to play the week before, sort of see yeah. where my game's at and have a week, have the week off prior to that. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, yeah. when you play a footy match, like going into a final, you sort of want to test your team the week before, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then, have like a bit of a run out, and yeah, and then you take them off at half time, sort of thing. Yeah, because I guess the other thing as well is it's one of them that's a tricky one because if you play two weeks before, you're giving yourself time to solve any issues in a sense of 
things that, things that would go wrong work on your game. But then if you play the week before, you don't have you have the week off two weeks before, then you're sort of saying, right, well, I'm going to hit the, I'm going to play well here, and it's going to lead me into that event. That's how I'd see it. I sort of see. Imagine you play well two weeks before, and you're having a week off. You're like, mm, I've got a week to go shit. Well, yeah, exactly. So, go on then. Do you think one of the English lads is gonna gonna put a performance in here and, and win? Danny Willett's also playing. I don't know, one. mate. I don't know. Harold Varner third. He's sort of gone a bit quiet after having played some good golf. Is Justin Thomas playing? Year. He's not, mate. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. Who are I'm the top boys are playing? Then? Kepka, DJ, Fleetwood. Um, makes me laugh to say DJ like I know him. Fleetwood, um, Till Hatton, Matt Fitzpatrick, Sung J M. He's gone a bit quiet, and considering how well he was at the Masters last year. Come on, pick your player then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back one of the English lads. I reckon Tommy Fleetwood's gonna, gonna do all right. I reckon he, I'm gonna say him to win. No, I don't. You don't. No. Do you know what I need to do? I need to go back and see who I picked last week because I cannot remember for life of me. Mate, you don't need to. Don't bother. But um, we will see. We will see on that one. So, go on then. Who are you picking? I'm just going to have a look now. You don't think you don't think Tommy Fleetwood will? What, why don't you think Tommy Fleetwood will? I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening yet. I just, don't, I just think he's been quiet over the last few weeks. I know, but it, like we said that about John Rahm. He's been quiet. But look at him. I know obviously got COVID look in the third round. Till Hatton's been very quiet though. I I I, I thought start of the year, I thought he might win win a major this year, but the way he played last year, but he's sort of gone off the boil a little bit. Trying to find the bloody schedule, eh? Why well, can't I find Maybe. it? Must have no, been I've changed. got it. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Right, so Can I say one thing, PJ Tour? This website is absolute tosh. Brutal. I'm sure they. I'm sure they're listening though. I'm sure I'm they'll not. take your. Um, I'm sh- sure they will. I'm sure they'll take your criticism on board or your feedback on board. I should say. Why can't I see who's playing? I just told you who's playing. Yeah, but I want to see it. It's on the app. I'm not going to read app. every player out to you. Don't have the app. Right, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Harris English, Luke Donald, Rafa Cabrera Bayo. No. Uh, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Mark Anderson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that well known man. <laughs> Billy Haas. I James feel like it's really. I really feel this dragging on now. I'll go Billy Hass. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he does well, mate, you're going to be absolutely buzzing with that, aren't you? Oh, mate, I'm going to run around with this microphone around my head. <laughs> That'd be very weird. Um, so that's our picture next week. But probably probably talk... don't put any bets on listening to my pick. Um, yeah, I just not. picked out there just to save your ears because we're just dragging that bit on. Because you were unprepared. Anyway, let's move on to the European tour. And this week was the Porsche. All I'm going to say is, I was crying earlier watching this. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know why you why you were crying, but what, mate? The winner was the funniest man on the European tour, mate. Funniest man on tour, regardless. Marcus Armitage. Does that get him in the US Open? It might do, you know. It might well do. I mean, if it does, it'd be a hell of an experience for him, won't it? Mm. So he was eight and apart. Then tied second were Thomas Dietrich, Eduardo Molinari, Matthew Southgate, and Darius Van Driel. And then Paul Casey, mate. Yeah, so they were six under, and then Paul Casey was four under par. There's a few points I want to pick up about this. First thing, there was only three rounds, I noticed. Weather delays, was there? What did you say? Was there a weather delay? Ah, I didn't think about that. Potentially, that could have been why. Um, but after round one, Armitage was four back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Round two, he was still four back. 
and had a seven under final round to come through and win. I think that to win, is a joke. I think to win your first event, I think it's probably a lot easier having the round of your life in the final round coming like from behind yeah. rather than going out there sort of leading, leading and then sort of definitely. having do a defend, how do I play this, what do I do? Yeah, sort of going definitely. out there not really knowing how to react. One hundred percent agree because I think if you are back, so he's four shots back, you're going out there thinking I've got nothing to lose. Just go exactly. for it, have a go. Exactly. Whereas, like you say, if you're leading, you're thinking, "Oh, do I play it safe?" Like, think about the amount of shots that you'd probably just go. Do you know what? I'm leading. I'll just play to the middle of the green. Mm. I'll just play safe. I won't try and take the corner. Do you know what I mean? Whereas. When his position, he's probably like that back right flag tucked away with the bunkers and the water. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I've got nothing to lose. I'm gonna go for it. I've and it's obviously lose. paid off for him. Exactly. But do you want to explain why you said you were crying? Yeah. Well, basically, if, if you if you've not seen it, head over to Twitter European Tour. Um, it's probably quite a way down the feed now. Um, but essentially, Marcus Armstrong like comes through and says he lost his mum ten years ago. I think it was. Mm. Um, or, 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 or that's some time and he said everything that I've been working through up to this point is, is for this like my whole life I've, I've changed my life around because he had some troubles with drugs and, and all this sort of thing early on in his career um, I remember seeing him playing mini tours like Europro and now look at him like he's worked seriously hard and he just basically turned around and said look like this one's for nobody else apart from me I've worked yeah. hard for this and uh, you know what like he wasn't saying it in an arrogant way he was saying no. it as in, like, I've finally done it. I've finally done what I've always dreamed of. Yeah. And fair play. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a great personality, but he's obviously a very, very, very good player. And I, I feel like he's made himself a very good player, as yeah. in with hard work rather than being like this young talent. And I'm sure he was a young talent, but rather than someone like your Rory's or someone like your Matt Fitzpatrick, who had success quite early. Um, he's had to work for everything he's got, and you know what? It's it's nice to see, and that's um, what the tour life is about: going through Euro Pro, going on the Challenge Tour, then finding your way onto European Tour, then losing European Tour card, having to go back to Challenge Tour, and then finally yeah. making that breakthrough. Like it's the unsort of like touched our bit of golf, and I I, I feel strongly about it because I think they should be showing more of it. Like that's Definitely. real golf, like. He's a guy that's grafted the bottom end of the game. He's a proper grafter. Bottom end of the game. I'm not saying the big guys aren't grafters. They obviously are. But, like, the bottom end of the game. Had many years in Euro Pro, Many years on Challenge Tour. Then getting a European Tour card. Thinking on European Tour, all I've got to do is keep my card. You don't understand how many players go out each year. Just their goal is to keep their card. Because if they don't keep their card, they don't make money. People think it's exactly. glamorous, like it's a stressful job. But as soon as you get on a run of missing cuts, it's like shit, shit, shit. Because you're spending money. You're spending yeah. two to four grand a week. A week. Yeah, yeah definitely. And guys, if you've, if you've not gone back and listened to the um, episode we did, I think it was called The Glamorous Life on Tour. Yeah. Um, we had, I, mean, I know we mentioned it last week, but we had Chris Hansen on and he gave well, an unbelievable yeah, insight. Well, listen to that one. Listen to one with Tom. Like, yeah, and the one the, with Tom Murray as well. Yeah, that they both just show golf is like what it's like, and not what you see documented on the European Tour and on the PJ Tour. Like, we don't see enough coverage of this. And I'm shouting no. out the Challenge Tour here. And what the fucking hell are you doing? Why not? It's the best yeah. bit of golf. Like, I don't exactly. understand. Like, I don't, I'm not quoting anybody here, but I've actually heard from a person of a person. Like that, they go to like these players' meetings, and people have asked, like, "Oh, why is Euro Pro on TV and Challenge Tours not?" And basically, the the person on Challenge Tours basically turned around and apparently said, "This is all hearsay a little bit," and um, but from a very good source that Challenge Tour players aren't here to make money; it's here to build a career. Well, I'm sorry, that doesn't work. Like, no, you need to make not. money to be able to carry on the longevity of what you're doing. Like, Correct. people go bankrupt because of it. Like, I'm not being funny. Like, they, it, 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 get less people, get less talented people with no backing, not being able yep. to do it for that prime reason, right? Yeah. If the tour yep, actually yep. was aired on TV, they made a more of a story about it. It would generate more money and have more people with the ability to go and do it because more people would sponsor the players, more people sponsor the event, so therefore it generated more money. It would look, it would to me, it would work much better. But yeah, yep. So, and like, we well. You make a very, very good point, mate, because 
from you're obviously uh, up until very recently have been a lot more involved in the game from that side than I have. I've seen a little bit more of it now working with you, working with the 2020 Pro Tour and, and doing all that stuff. And I'm starting to see that side of it. But as an everyday person that just watches golf on telly, we just see the glamorous stuff, Mate. the million, the millions of pounds that you win. This is what this, gets me, right? And it's in, it doesn't even scratch the surface. It doesn't. This is what gets me, right? You go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I play on the tour just below your European tour. Oh, you play on the Euro Pro? No, I play on the Challenge Tour. N- nobody's yeah. freaking heard of it. Yeah. Now why? Exactly. Not, not not digging the Euro Pro. The Euro Pro Tour is fantastic, but you got to look at Chris's 2020 Pro Tour, right? It's got fantastic sponsors because yep. it is high on social media. It's yep. uh, on Content Live, so they push it out and you can you can then view it. Um, yep. And it's got great support. But why? Because it's viewed. It's viewed by people. It's viewed by more people than the Challenge Tour. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a fantastic thing to what Chris and, Chris and Adam have done. That's awesome. But what I'm saying is, why aren't the Challenge Tour doing something about it? Because if they don't, you know, if they don't, I could literally see the Challenge Tour going and then there's this big gap of you have all these, um, I guess the, the, the flight would, they would say, say mini tours um, or like Euro Pro. You have Euro Pro, Alps Tour, Mina Tour, European Tour. Like, because they're all there. They all have some sort of coverage, not just yep. social media or a, a three-minute video at the end of the week. No. Definitely, mate. I, I 100% I agree with think you. it would work much better having a better feeder system. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, is that rant over now? Yeah. Perfect. Let's quickly move on then, because you mentioned Paul Casey before, and he was three over after round one. He was three over after round one. Yeah. And then he managed to get back to level par in round two and had a four under final day. Another decent turnaround. And I tell you what, how he has not won a major. I don't think he has won a major, has he? Uh, or KT? I don't think he has. If he, if he has, I've just made myself look very silly. But he, the golf that he's playing is... No, he's finished tied fourth at the Masters 2016, tied yeah. second at the PJ Championship 2020, US Open tied 10,007, the Open tied third 2010. Yeah, because obviously he's been on tour for ages and ages and ages and how he has not won a major is beyond me. Similar to Lee Westwood, both unreal. Like he, The golf that he plays is class. He hits it, he hits it a mile, and like he's not, it's not like he's short of it, like he hits it long way, unreal. So, again, I won't be shocked if in the coming years he manages to snaffle one and to win one because well, whether, it's, a, whether it's an open or the US, US open, open. exactly. And to come back as well is another sort of to be able to sort of dig in and come back from three of a part, it's quality, really good. The last thing I want to mention. Did you see Maverick and Antcliff? Antcliff. So on the one of the par threes, obviously it was the Porsche European Open. One of the par threes for a hole in one, they were giving away a Porsche Taycan. Right. <laughs> so obviously you've seen it before. Like you get when a BMW at the BMW, yeah, masters and all that. A Porsche Taycan, right? And I'm not joking here. I'm not joking here. He was literally two inches from. It's but a I'm, nice colour Porsche Taycan as well. That oh, green with lovely. the yellow wheels. Oh, it's lovely. But it doesn't just like it doesn't like roll past the hole by two inches. I'm talking like stop two inches short. Like how obviously it's amazing like he taps it in for bird. It's perfect. You know what they round. say? Never up, never in. <laughs> oh what yeah, from the tea. <laughs> but you'd be gutted, wouldn't you? If you've not checked it out, go and have a look on European Tour's Instagram because the shot is a joke, but he's literally two inches from what is a, a ridiculous car. I bet he got there and secretly deep down. I know obviously it's a good fish round against a birdie, but deep down he's gutted there, isn't he? Never up, never in, mate. <laughs> right. Better luck next leave... time. <laughs> Let's leave Tour Trash Talk there. We will obviously revisit everything next week. And then next week as well, we've got the US Open. So... 
bit of a preview coming on that, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. However, question, have you got any beef, Alex? Yeah, challenge door not put on TV. There we go. There, he's already ranted about it, so I'm not going to let him rant again. That's like no. the beef of the week. Challenge door need to do some no, advice. I, I, think if, I think a lot of people would agree. I think they will as well. Because that is the side of golf that like and, we said we and, don't see. And ladies' European tour in the same ilk. Yep. Honestly, so um, one of, well, my good friend Tom, his girlfriend Gemma, who's also a good friend, uh, she did really well in a ladies' rose event, right? So I thought, oh, where, where she finished? I saw, I, obviously, I saw she finished, but I wanted to see the scores and stuff. I could not find that freaking stuff anywhere. Rose yeah. events, ladies, leaderboard, no, it doesn't exist. Ladies' European tour, don't get me started. That website looks like it's been designed by a four-year-old. Um, <laughs> why is that not, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you get the loads of the majors of the ladies on the European tour, uh, on the PJ tour, but you don't get any European tour golf. Again, surely in this ilk of equality and everything like this, there should be more of that on TV, helps more sponsors, more opportunities. Or, you know, make something where you bring the ladies' European tour on the challenge tour or the ladies' European tour on the European tour together more often. Well, here's the thing. Here is the thing. Race Pro Tour doing that, there's no reason why you can't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. there's no reason why you can't. If you, well, by if the way, struggling... by the way, this is not, this is not, we're not being a not a plug play promotion. This, uh, the channel isn't no, sponsored. <laughs> it's not, not yet, anyway. But Chris, we are open is... to offers. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing, though, and it, it's the best example, obviously, because that's what they do. There's no reason why you can't do that. If you're struggling to get it on TV and you want to do something a bit different that's going to get it on TV, there's how you do it. There is how you do it. Stick the men and women together. Everyone plays the same course. Obviously, the women's tees would be further forward than the men's as, as they do at the 23 Pro Tour, but it, it just make for great viewing, watching men and women play together in the group. Perfect. What an idea that is. Alex, I think you should pitch it to them. It's not for me to do, is it? <laughs> right, well, let's leave that there and move on to Tech Tour because I know you are very excited about this, mate. So I had my fitting. We t- talked about this. Uh, and yeah. go and check out the full video on YouTube. Um, Andy and Josh and myself talking through my full spec. We have three parts. And the final part went out on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and we're talking, we're talking, now oh, this is sick, what exactly my spec are. So um, I'll sort of say it a little bit here. So I've gone Ricky Fowler Blades. Um, sure. Um, with Lamkin Grips. I think of those gold pride ones. Hate the thing underneath. Feels like Tosh. Don't like it. Um, I then went uh, Tour 5 wood. Uh, I've gone driving iron with a graphite shaft, 3 iron. Um, I've so gone, no hybrid, which is no very hybrid. interesting. I've just gone 4 to pitching wedge. But I, what I did say is I'm keeping my one length hybrid just for keepsake, um, yeah. just in case I do fancy any little bit of baffler, bit of baffler speed rails. Um, but I have gone 5 wood, Tour, with the matte black finish. Cheers. Um, and then I've gone Rad Speed with a Vel Velcor Velcor shaft. So if you're into handmade, like handmade, handmade if you're into like uh, all that stuff for fancy shafts and all that baloney, you want to check out that video because my yes. set is going to look pure. Be able to butter so me toast pure. with me four iron, all them yeah. So basically the irons from my perspective, I still be on the camera for this one and was itching. Itching. Um, the irons are so pure and the thing is as well though I know obviously we sort of joked about it on the day saying oh it'd be good for your channel things like that but mate you were striking them like so so pure ridiculously pure so I reckon you could play some decent decent golf with them here's the question Josh if they come before I'm actually going to do some practice tomorrow if they come before um, open qualifying which is in the 26th of this month Saturday yep do yeah. I put them in the bag or do I play with something that I already know? Now, the problem with the set I already know, my five-iron grip is absolutely terrible and I nearly let go of the club every single time that I hit it. You yeah. know what? I may as well just shove the new irons in, if I'm honest. Yeah. What have I got and to lose, right? Though, you've got nothing to lose and you're going to have you're gonna have a chance to hit them before. You're not it's like you're just going to get them out of the packets and put them straight in your bag. You'll be absolutely legendary, right? <laughs> Turn up on the first take thing. them out the packet every time you use one. <laughs> Leave, leave the, so unpackage in your driver on the first tee and unpackage in your like seven iron for your second shot. Well, maybe that's what you should stick him in the box and when we're on the range, just unpack it all. You're like a well knobhead. 
Josh went to me this morning. Josh went to me this morning. Oh, mate, you going to use your tour bag? I was like, absolutely not. I no. am not being no. that guy. No, that's fair enough. I'm glad you said it because I'm going to be carrying it. So, yeah, it's a fair point, and I'm not being that guy. That but guy. we will, we will, as soon as they arrive. I'm saying this. I'm, I mean, this is for Alex to say, but as soon as they arrive, we will get them out, put some videos well, on the I think Instagram. We'll do an unbo- I think we'll do an unboxing on yeah. the YouTube channel on how to win a good walk. There'll be definitely, definitely. an unboxing um, on that. Because, like, I know obviously we've shown them already, but I cannot stress how much of a joke they are. Like, and there's the other thing. I made a little comment today about me hitting them and Alex, you should have seen Alex's face. Absolutely not. <laughs> Let me know You're not getting your that, filthy, like. grubby mitts on them. I don't want that toe being hit on any of my clubs. Just wait, just wait until we're out of filming and he's distracted. I'll be, I'll be hitting some, don't worry. I'm waiting for him to beg for my old iron there. No, no, there will be no begging. However, uh, uh, yeah, if you do want to misuse them, I'll lose <laughs> them happily. See, fair, mate. You can, you can use them for a bit. It's fine. You can use them for a bit. Cheers, mate. That's if I can hit them, that isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, I'm in all seriousness, though, you can try them, but you do hit your irons very well. It's a very I, strong part of your game. I know. Go on. I no, know. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being nice now. I'm saying it's a strong part of your game, so you, you, I'd, I'd only do it if you felt like they were better. Well, we'll see. We will see. See what comes over the next few weeks when yours arrive, and I'll give them a try and see how I, how I fare with them. But I think that wraps us up, does it? It does indeed, sir. It does indeed. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for support. Keep sharing the pod. Keep going over to YouTube and watching the videos because they're flying. Like This week's absolutely flew, so thank you very much. We can't thank you enough. I think that's about right, isn't it? Yeah. Safe, geez. <laughs> and we will see you next week with the US Open preview and all the goings on from this week. See you then. See ya. Thanks very much for listening, guys.